Hey, Against the Call listeners, for all you super fans, we now have merch. They are soft and comfortable shirts. They're $25 and come with a free out-of-pocket sports and Against the Call sticker. Every purchase goes towards better equipment, merch, and better utilities for Against the Call and out-of-pocket sports. To purchase, contact either Michael or Nick. Hey guys, we are happy to announce we have our second sponsorship with SeatGeek. SeatGeek is a mobile-focused ticket platform that enables users to buy and sell tickets for live sports, concerts, and theater events. Use code ATC for $20 off your first purchase. Hey, Against the Call listeners, you can find all of our episodes on Spotify, Apple Podcast, Google Podcast, Anchor, and YouTube. There will be a new episode every Tuesday and Thursday, so make sure you tune into those. Thank you for listening, and we hope you enjoy the episode. Welcome back, everyone, to a special episode of Against the Call. I'm your host, Nick, and I'm joined by my co-host, Michael. And most importantly, today we are joined by Stephen Leonard. He's the third Space Knight. You know, we've had RBJ on, we've had Austin Heff on. We got to collect all the Space Knight Infinity Stones. So we finally got the last one with us. Also, he um, operates Knights 247, which if you guys don't know what Sports 247 is, it basically keeps up with recruiting, transfer portal, all that good stuff. And he does it all for UCF. So props to him for that. But Stephen, how's your day going so far? Uh, pretty good. I mean, you saved the best for last. So <laughs> yeah, I didn't say it. You did. I I was maybe I was thinking it. I don't know. But um, <laughs> so yeah, man, uh, we're really glad to have you on the show. You know, we've got to experience RBJ and Austin, and now we get to see Steven. First thing Austin told us was you would be mad that you weren't invited before him. So uh, we're glad we can make this happen. <laughs> but um, I was I was very mad. So. <laughs> <laughs> so one of our first questions for you, Stephen, would be like, just take us from the start. Like, what made you go to UCF and what made you love the athletic program there? Um, When I was seven, there was this TV show, right, about the cheerleaders. And my sister, like, was into cheering and stuff. So she would watch it all the time. I would be there. And, like, the black and gold color scheme, I just, I fell in love. Uh. Kamar Aiken, Kyle Israel, that team, uh, Kevin Smith, obviously, too. Uh, just that team made me fall in love with the football program. And I, like, watched it as I grew up, obviously. And then 2017 happened. And I was like, dang, I'm going to UCF. I was in high school at the time. So went to uh, a community college for a little bit and then transferred to UCF. Awesome. So you've been you've been a fan for a while now. And uh now you got to work for Knights 247, which is awesome. Uh, Michael, what do you got to say? Uh, that's really going to be my next question for you. Like, how did you get involved with uh, Knights 247? Uh, so I was a graphic designer um, for an NFL agency. Like, I was doing an internship, and I was in business school. And I, I was trying to go through that route. Um, so I used, like, a creative outlet like that on Instagram to like get templates and like do stuff like that. And I ended up starting to like cover UCF athletics and like, just cause that, that was like, what's going on in my life. I'm going to do what I like to do. And uh, my friends started bullying me into making website. So I did that weekly news, uh, com, no ease for the vibes. And, uh, I got an internship with sports illustrated. Wow. And uh, switched majors, ha- had a whole life change. 
And then uh, I think last May, they uh, someone from 24-7 reached out and said, there's going to be an opening. And uh, ended up going to a golf course and having an interview, which was not an interview at all. I just got hired. <laughs> so it's at a golf course. Did they like challenge you to golf or did you just show up? I just kind of showed up. It was okay. Like I didn't know if maybe you were golfing with the boss or something like that. And you played. Yeah, it was with golf. the, it was with the boss. It was just, I didn't, I just, I don't, I don't, I'm not good at golfing. I like golfing. <laughs> and you mentioned that you were uh, like graphic designing. What graphic designs did you make? Was it a lot of sports related things? Yeah. So it was, um, I worked for an NFL agency, Sam Tiger, uh, uh management. So that she has like Kamar Aiken and Lucky uh, Whitehead, the dude from the Cowboys that returned punts. He's up in Canada now, but I was doing graphics for those two mostly. Oh, sweet! Like I made like a big uh, mural for Kamar Aiken's restaurant that never ended up opening because of COVID. Uh, um, but I got I got to make a mural, which is really cool. I think he has it in his house. Oh, okay. Is it is so uh, it's huge, right? Is it like up on his wall? Yeah, it's like forty inches wide and then uh twenty-five tall. Dang. <laughs> That's awesome. And with you working for you know nights two four seven, I mean, what does a daily like routine look for you and what like what are some of the duties that you have to do for them? Uh so it's a lot of talking to high school kids, which is really weird. And I I have like anxiety, so it's like a huge like struggle for me, but I'm I'm getting more comfortable doing that. And uh but a lot of talking to them, a lot of talking to high school coaches, uh the recruiting staff at UCF, A plus, uh I love all of those guys. Uh starts with Andrew Blaylock. And like the entire staff has been amazing to me, especially now that I'm not in state, obviously. It's like they're really helping me out a lot with the whole situation so so they're giving you like tips on like how to talk to these guys and like get well, to they're more they're more giving me like the exact players and like if i need a player's phone number okay hmm. so so what's your what's some of your pitches like what do you talk to some of the recruits about uh i usually go into just how their life is and then you know just build up a relationship that way and then get a little then you get like a little uh relationship with them start asking about like what the recruitment's like stuff like that okay yeah sweet sweet michael yeah well that's actually going to lead me into my next question with the recruiting uh austin was telling us that uh before you joined space nights you're the emoji guy and that uh you would tease people with emojis and like transfers and commits like what made you think of that like just doing emojis you know i don't even know to be honest i just <laughs> i i wasn't at 24 7 yet so i i did like blast off predictions or whatever it was called on my instagram i was like this is lame like because i couldn't use crystal ball because 24 7 like owns the crystal ball thing mm-hmm. so i was like all right I'm going to do something unique and I guess emojis just came out. And then a lot of the transfers I had just like known about, cause I, when I'm bored, I just hang around the football facility and I would hear their names like on like people calling about them. 
like Ryan Swoboda, I put out a prediction before he even committed. <laughs> and then he ended up using my graphic to commit so too. So that was cool. That's awesome. Now with the emojis, like how long does it take you to think of it? Like, is it just right off the bat or do you got to find the exact emojis to make it look right? Like if I can't hit it right off the bat, it takes like a good day or two. But okay. it, usually I'm hitting it like right out of the park, like Grand Slam. <laughs> now, I mean, with you on Twitter, you've got like a lot of uh, recognition and stuff like that. And I was going to save this question for near the end. But since we're on the topic, you're like Twitter banner. It's Kevin Durant like tweeting. Is that directed at you or was that just? No, no, yeah. that's I think that's directed at Steph Curry, to be honest. <laughs> but uh, it's very funny. <laughs> yeah, we had to, we had to ask that, man. But uh, I, I was wondering about that. But, you know, as for you on Twitter, you're wearing the hat right now, the Space Knights hat. And uh, we've you know, we've mentioned it before. We've been blessed to have RBJ and Austin on and now you. And we just wanted to get to know, like, how did you meet these guys? And how did you guys come up with the idea of Space Knights? So. I mean, they had done it before, like, like we weren't like branded or anything yet, but they had been doing it. And I, I was in the same group chat as they were when they like created it. So I hopped in a space one day and was just, just wanted to listen, just get the vibe of like fans. And then he invited me like 15 times. I was like, I don't want to talk because at this point, no one knew what I sounded like. No one knew what I looked like. Uh huh. So I was just, I didn't want to do anything, but I finally did it on like the 16th attempt and we've been doing it ever since. So, <laughs> I mean, so they kind of just, how did you get that big role? Like you're, you're one out of three of them. Like there's three of you guys. So you kind of showed up. How did you get put into that position? Ah, uh, I don't know. RBJ and I just started hanging out and then Austin is like an older brother I had never had. So, I mean, he's like 52, but, <laughs> but no, those guys are more like my brothers now. So, <laughs> yeah, that's awesome. And I mean, uh, with you, uh, being in space nights, what's been like the coolest guest in your opinion that you've had on your show so far? Coolest guest, uh, you know, Chloe Evans was really cool. Uh, she comes on pretty consistently now. She's, uh, playing around. I think she, scored an rbi just a little bit ago oh nice yeah. um and i think personally me the coolest was uh having mark daniels on just because he's like a journalist it's cool to have another guy on that's like knowledgeable about stuff even though he went to florida so oh yeah for sure mark daniels is that guy man we need to we need to get in contact with him for sure i'm I'm so cool that you've had him on. I mean, let's talk about the McKenzie Milton thing real fast. Like, how cool was that for you? Were you uh, on the Space Nights at that time? Yeah. So uh, this guy, Sidelines uh, UCF, he, I think Mission Control reached out to him and asked him if he wanted to do like a space or something. And he said no, because he's like anonymous mm -hmm. and he didn't want to like put himself out there, which I understand. And uh, but he told them my name, so uh, they reached out to me, and I was like, I will only do it if it's like with Space Nights, and we made it happen. So only wow. with the boys. That's the only. Way <laughs> yeah, no, I wasn't I'm doing it. My boys are feasting. Yeah. 
That's awesome, Michael. Well, one of my questions I have for you is that with all the guests you've had, is there any anyone that you want to have on that like you like a dream one? A dream one for me would be uh Daniel Obarski. Just because like as I was getting like every year I do this where I like pick one guy and it's Steven Leonard's guy of the year. But my first one was Daniel Obarski. And if we could get him um him will bone and thomas wadsworth on one space would be amazing dude that would be my <laughs> that would be really cool you know you know a guy who you need to get very soon taco fall that guy needs to come <laughs> on space <sighs> taco fall he's way too i think he's way too busy <laughs> that would be really hard he definitely is but hey, he can make time for the boys like <laughs> hopefully, hopefully one day <laughs> hopefully soon now michael do you have any more questions for steven about you know just space nights no that's all mine let's jump into the bigger portion of what we got to ask steven about i mean he's a football guy so we got to ask him about the biggest question looming as we go into this off season as we go into our transition in the big 12 the big 12 schedule in general like our first question for you is what do you expect the ceiling to be for this knights team and what do you expect the floor to be record wise uh i think ceiling you're looking at around eight wins maybe four you're looking at like four to five wins uh i think the talent at the top isn't as different for ucf because they they have guys but it's more like the depth of you're playing week in week out against like the toughest competition so I feel like that's the biggest transition and having depth to cover injuries, stuff like that. Yeah, there's no more like playing against SMU or playing against Temple and stuff like that, which one of the biggest matchups of this next season, in my honest opinion, would be the Oklahoma matchup. I mean, there's so many storylines surrounding it. So my question for you is, is that your biggest matchup on the schedule, in your opinion? And um, how excited are you for this matchup? Uh, well. I'm driving out to Norman with RBJ, so I, I'm pretty excited. <laughs> um, and then I think that's probably the biggest matchup on the schedule, too. Um, I feel like it might not be the most fun matchup because I'm going to have to pick Oklahoma if we're, if we're being 100% honest. Mm -hmm. But uh, I feel like that's the biggest matchup to see where UCF is at the time. Oh, yeah, most definitely. Mm -hmm. I mean, if we can compete with Oklahoma in that game, then I mean this the tone, the tone should already be set by the time we get to that game. That game's mid-season. Um, but you know, whether we have a few losses before that or not, I feel like if we beat Oklahoma, I mean our season is is more of an upside at that point, even with the losses. Would you agree with that? Yeah, that's really like the benchmark game for me. Like yeah. if they can compete with Oklahoma, they'll be fine in the Big 12. Yeah, ex exactly. Uh, Michael, what do you got to ask? Yeah, so do you think that uh, we're going to start off strong in the Big 12, whether it's one or two years? Like we, We're a boom team, or do you think it's going to take maybe three, four years to actually get in the rhythm of the Big 12? I think two years is where you're looking at, really, just because they already have done such a great job like getting depth. Uh, like I was going through the stats today because it was like 75% of the spring transfer portal guys around the country hadn't started a game. Mm -hmm. So I was looking at UCFs and it was like 84% of the ones that left hadn't started. 
but 93% had started a game before transferring to UCF this year. So I think they're doing a great job at building depth. It's just going to take another year. Yeah, I I was able to see that tweet. You tweeted it out about like an hour ago, and I was going to ask you about it. And just with the way that it's, uh, you know, happened with all these recruits coming in that have never played a game, does that worry you at all? Or do you trust in our coaching system? Uh, well, most of the guys that they're bringing in, I feel like are guys that are more mentally ready um, to come in and play right away. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, I know he's not na- like a big name for like recruiting services, but like Troy Ford Jr. is a guy that's like, he's already a college, like he's already ready collegiately okay. to like turn it on. So I feel like that's more their recruiting process is getting guys that are ready to play perfect yeah i think i think so too and i mean sincere edwards he's going to be a big recruit you know whenever he gets there um most definitely definitely excited to see about that now um if you could just tell us uh you know this is a little insider here like you you were able to talk to a lot of the recruits um you know who's who's one of the most down-to-earth guys that who uh that you're excited to see like play next season whether it's down to earth like mentally or they're just physically just a beast that you're ready to see out on the field i am ready to see randy Pittman get out and be tight end two and just shock people (laughs) uh he's one the coolest dude down to earth and two he can play literally any position on the football field Mm. like when he was at mosley he played every position but offensive line wow wow he's ready to go (laughs) <laughs> you can play anything. <laughs> well, the next question I have for you is uh since we have a lot of depth, especially at the quarterback position, do you think JRP will be QB1 the entire season? Uh I feel like unless he gets injured, yeah. Um God forbid uh if he gets yeah. injured. But they have uh Xavier Williams on a official visit right now from Charlotte. So I think they're they're still looking at a little bit of depth there. Yeah, perfect. I'm, I mean, while we're on the topic of the quarterback room, let's talk about the most obvious thing in recent news. It's a little old news now, but uh, TC12. I mean, what are your thoughts on that? You you go from being in a press conference where you say you're the future of a franchise and then you leave the franchise. Now, don't get me wrong. I know that there's millions of different things that happen off the field that we don't know about and things like that. So um, I don't know how close you were to him and uh, you know, his peers and stuff like that. But what are your thoughts on that entire situation? Uh, I want to preface this on uh, Tommy is like the coolest dude. Uh, great guy, has a great personality, and I think he's going to do great things in the future. Uh, I I think maybe the exit interviews didn't go the way he wanted them to go. And he realized, hey, I have to make a decision for myself. And honestly, can't really blame him you gotta make the best decision for yourself at the time and he made a decision to leave i think it is a little bit weird that he said he's the future of this place like five days before but i mean you gotta do what you gotta do yeah i mean i think that it's more of when he goes to boston college he's like an immediate starter right so i feel like that could be definitely a topic or at least of, like in the competition for this year. Yeah. 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 I think I, I think I saw something about like him practically being an immediate starter, and that could be another reason why he transferred. I mean, sitting behind JRP 
that'd be a little bit of an issue. I mean, it seemed like he was down though. It seemed like he was down to kind of sit behind him and figure it out. Um, that's why it's a little confusing, you know? I think it might've been more for like towards the future. Cause like, obviously UCF's going to look at the transfer portal to like next year to bring in competition at least. So mm-hmm. I think that's more of the, the outset. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I agree with you, Michael. So going back to JRP, uh, in our interview with Austin, he said that we'll never see another JRP come through UCF again on terms of national exposure and dual sport athlete. Would you agree with this? Um, I mean, the the likelihood is very small, but I do know they just offered a 2026 quarterback and pitcher. So I, I think it's not out of the realms of possibility. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe JRP has set the tone, man. Maybe we, we're going to be I mean, uh, he, tracking them all. He's shown that Gus is willing to work with kids that are dual sport. So, Yeah, which is hard to come by, um, especially nowadays in high school and college. Um, so that's a big thing. And Gus, man, I love Gus. The, how, what are your thoughts on Gus, Steven? Uh, he sticks to his words. Um, uh, as long as you can make him laugh, you're in his good on his good side uh that's why i always try to like make a joke uh during press conferences like for like one of my questions always like a funny question gotta get on his good side and stay there but it's a great guy does he know you by name uh i i think so but also i don't want to say he does and then he <laughs> does. i know christy does uh oh. shout out miss christy um <laughs> She was like pushing SJ to give me a personal interview when he first got hired. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> That's uh, awesome. That'd be cool. We need to see that. Now, um, you know, you just mentioned him, SJ Tui, right? Um, how what's it like being around him? I mean, he's he's basically a celebrity, blindside. Like Yeah. Like, um, he came on Space Nights, actually. That was that was fun. Uh he's a really cool dude. Also super down to earth. Um just a dude from from the south. That's one of the best in the game, to be honest. Oh, yeah. And it's cool to learn from him, too, because, like, everyone I meet, I kind of try to learn at least a little bit of something from. Mm-hmm. And him, I've learned uh, how to look at watches. So now I'm, I'm big into watches. I don't own any, but, like, if I do <laughs> own one, I, I know who to go through. What's the perfect watch? <laughs> See, I don't. I don't I would have to go through him. <laughs> like I would ask him like where where should I buy a watch? But he knows all about watches. That's interesting. I see that's the kind of input and insight that you get from against the call. Thank you, Steve. His, his dad has like the biggest watch collection. Really? No, I mean yeah. I can see that. They they got they got good money. Um they got money. <laughs> <laughs> no, I think I think Michael has some questions about like regarding big 12 that you want to ask uh well actually yeah so we're going into the big 12 right in this this season and a lot of the, like the top like the people that control the scheduling want our rival to be houston while other people are saying they think cincinnati should be houston should be our uh, rival uh, over houston so what are your thoughts on our rivals i mean why can't you have more than one rival in my opinion um like rivalry weekend in the Big 12 is obviously the last week of the year, but 
you can have a bigger rival that's not on rivalry weekend. Like Oklahoma, Texas don't play on the last week. Oklahoma plays Oklahoma State. So I don't think it's as important to play Cincinnati on rivalry weekend as like Austin does because Austin was like really upset about it when the schedule first came out. I was like, the space rivalry kind of cool. I think they're the closest team to us, so it really matches up well. Yeah. I mean, I agree with you. Like team like the Red River showdown, yeah, that's not uh on rivalry rivalry week. And also like Michigan and Ohio State, they don't play on rivalry rivalry week either. Jeez, I can't say that word. I'm sorry for you guys listening. Rivalry. <laughs> there we go. Um, but yeah, no. So I do agree with you. However, like when it comes to rivalry week, like a lot of the teams, they are rivals. Like uh, whether whether you like it or not, they make it rivalry week because of that. Like so yeah, they basically are saying like Houston is now our new rival. Um, but I, th- I do agree with you on that standpoint though. Let's have multiple rivals. I mean, we already do like uh, there's already post about us uh, being the most annoying fan base already in the big 12. I mean, what are your <laughs> thoughts on that? Uh, we haven't even joined it yet. I mean, not, not fully. I mean, have you met RBJ? <laughs> <laughs> there, I mean, there's pretty annoying UCF fans. I can't. <laughs> That's my best friend. He's going to tell me off after this. <laughs> he's a big dog man you're out no, i'm just kidding Nah, he he won't he's a great guy rbj is a great guy uh he's he's leading the pack for um you know ucf twitter he's he's always on there saying some stuff but i mean your twitter you you say some stuff every now and then too so i mean you, i mean you, i try to i try to be sneaky with it yeah. like a little sneak this yeah. here and there but, yeah i try to be professional but I have been a fan of this team since I was seven. So it's like still my team. I still got to ride yeah, for them. Exactly. You just can't make, you just can't have like Knights 24 seven read some of your stuff. And I, I respect that. Yeah. Why well, am Knights 24 seven? I just can't have CBS read yeah. it myself. Yeah. The D247, like the main guys, the main guys. Yeah. But yeah. yeah. Now, I mean, with the rivals and everything like that, we finally are not playing USF in football anymore we can stop the beating up on them you know the little brother we can stop all that how sad are you that the rivalry is ending between us and football uh i mean i don't know i have a lot of friends over there so i kind of like that game to be honest but yeah. <laughs> i i hope they play i think the first opening for both teams is like 2026 i hope they play that game yeah that'd be yeah. awesome I hope we we need it back as soon as possible. I mean, I, I'm on the fence. You know, it could it could be either way, but I'm glad to hear your input on that, Stephen. Um, do you have any more football questions, Michael? Because I have one last for Stephen. Yeah, I have one more. All right. So, uh, my last one. It's going back to the QB situation. This is kind of old news, but I do like asking UCF fans this. Uh, Mikey Keen, what are your thoughts on him leaving? Are you sad? Do you wish he stayed? Again, really great dude just didn't fit the offense. So I understand why he left and I understand why UCF didn't play him as much as a lot of fans would want it. Like he just didn't fit. I think comes, comes and goes sometimes. Yeah. That makes, that makes sense. Uh, We're wishing him the best at Fresno state. Um, But one of our last questions for regarding football for you would be just, who's your favorite UCF football player ever? Kamar Aiken. All right. Now, what's the reason yeah. behind that? 
Uh, well, again, he was on that team that I became a fan of, one. And two, uh, with the agency I worked for, uh, he was one of the uh, players that was signed to her. Uh, so I met him one time, and he gave me a signed picture, and I still have it somewhere. I'll find it and like post a picture of it when this comes out. That was honestly my favorite thing ever. That's awesome. Yeah, that is awesome. That would definitely make him my favorite player ever too, for sure, for sure. <laughs> that's so nice of him, man. That's great. Now that's gonna basically wrap it up for our football questions for you. But you know, basketball. Um, if you uh, indulge in UCF basketball, we want to ask you a few questions about that as well. I mean, it's already big enough that we are going into such a great football conference as a Big Twelve, and now we're jumping into arguably the best basketball conference that there is. Um, so we just want to get your insight on that. And just the first question would be, how do you think we're going to fare up in our first one to three years inside of big 12 basketball? You want an honest answer or yeah. like, a? yeah, we want, we want an honest answer. I think football might win more games than basketball wins in conference this year. Yeah. I, I mean, yeah, I, I think their roster is at seven players right now or no, eight players. Um, not, not, not great. Um, missed on a lot of transfer portal guys, uh, mostly cause they didn't have any NIL set up until very recently. So you're going to miss on like the big guys, like, uh, missing out against a lot of Arkansas players and Cincinnati, Oregon beats you out, but they gotta, they gotta find something. They're going out to Italy. So maybe they can find players there yeah i i like tennessee and i know how many uh foreign players they get it works out it does yeah Would. just the outlook's not looking great right now um that i think they've they've offered a lot of guys in like future classes that i think they can get especially if they mm -hmm. continue building up their nil um and our sneaky sneaky pick the dme academy like forward Petrus Pagdemis or whatever, I think he's going to have a really good freshman year. Okay. Mm -hmm. uh, I mean, we're, we're excited to see everything that basketball brings, but I mean, you're talking about how we might not really fare up the first few years, which is very valid of you to say. Uh, other than recruits, uh, what would be the way that we can get over the hump in a few of these really tough matchups? Like, uh, for instance, do you think that we should have more student presence at our uh, basketball games? I mean, we see like what the student body does for like big basketball games because they like they went out to the Memphis game, they went to the Houston game, and UCF will beat Memphis, and then UCF was like super competitive against Houston for thirty eight minutes, and then the last two minutes they like fell off a cliff. Yeah, but I think the student body is really important. I think maybe a coach that can limit turnovers would be super important. Because that's been their biggest struggle recently is just turning the ball over at inopportune times. Yeah. yeah. That would be one of my next questions for you is what are your thoughts on Coach Dawkins? I mean, you're kind of hinting at it a little bit right there, but are you a fan? Oh No, I think Coach Dawkins is not great, but I think he's good enough to win games. I think it's more you need to add a couple assistants, like a couple more assistants under him. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I I agree with that. I mean, with us getting more money too, 
Hopefully so. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Michael, what are you going to ask? Well, one of my my one of my only questions for the basketball we had Pooh on recently. Do you think he's going to do any good this year? Help our team? I I hope Pooh gets in to every game. No matter if we're getting blown out or we're blowing out someone, I hope I hope Pooh gets in for like five minutes and just gets to shine. Yeah. What are, you, what are you guys is, talking about, man? He's gonna be a starter. I don't know. I don't know what you guys electricity magnet. <laughs> He's getting twenty five minutes a game. Let's be real. I <laughs> I wish. <laughs> I think he's got he's got that power, man. I he'll come out. He's putting in the work this off season. Um, you know, he's kind of been texting us here and there. He's he's grinding, man. He's trying to get that dunk down. How excited would you be if you saw Pooh dunk? If Pooh dunks a basketball, I will run around the campus without a shirt on. <laughs> that would be awesome to see. Wishing him the best. Other than Pooh dunking, what's another moment in our sports history that would have you running around with your shirt off in campus? Maybe jumping in the reflection pond, just shirtless. If, <laughs> if UCF softball just continues their run and wins or like gets to uh, Oklahoma this year, You'll see me running around campus. <laughs> <laughs> All right. We got it on video, so you kind of have to. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> with that, um, how are you, How excited are you about we, – we mentioned it earlier about us getting more funding. You know, going into the Big 12, you're getting like $30 million more for our school and the athletics program and everything like that. And recently, uh, you know, it's been announced we're getting upgrades to additional financial arena with the basketball court and the like the upgrades to the student uh, section, everything like that. Do you think that um, these upgrades to like the student entrance are valid? Like, do you think that uh, it's it's needed? I think that they need to do anything to draw student attention to basketball. And I also think that the additional financial arena need, needed re renovation. So I think that's very good. I also think upgrading the venue, um, which was part of that, is very good because obviously they're looking for a new volleyball coach. Uh, they have Jenny Maurer as an interim right now, but you don't know if she's going to be elevated to the head coach or like if they're going to bring someone in. So I think having uh, that also be re renovated is a big draw for a head coach potentially coming in there. So. Oh, yeah. And, you know, with the uh, addition of financial arena, getting its renovations and everything like that, we're expected to get a new basketball court. Um, I know on Twitter, a lot is talked about the old court with the roller coasters on it. Um are you a big fan of that? Are you hoping it maybe comes back? Would you want it to come back? Um, if Coaster Court doesn't come back, I will tweet out a lot, a lot of hate towards <laughs> whoever designed. No, I'm kidding. But I really do want the Coaster Court back. Yeah. I love it. Yeah. Michael, it's, it's so just fun. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Michael, you've seen it, right? You know. Yeah, I've seen it. I've seen it. Yeah, we, we need that back, guys. Come on. It's sick. Uh, it's yeah. super cool. And I mean, this this question just popped in my head since we're talking about it. The gold football jerseys. Are you a fan or not a fan? I think gold football jerseys are maybe the worst thing on planet Earth. <laughs> <laughs> like Man. gold football jerseys and then like starvation going head to head for like the worst two things. <laughs> That's bold right there, man. Uh, it is. There's a lot no. of people on Twitter 
They just they they love <laughs> and they're they deserve to be in an asylum just because <laughs> I don't know what they're seeing, but they're seeing things. <laughs> All right, Stephen Leonard is not a fan of the gold football jerseys. So, uh, Michael, any more basketball related questions for Stephen? No, no, no more basketball questions I have, but I do have a question outside. It's kind of deals with all the sports. It's NIL is now huge in college sports. And what are your thoughts on it? Is it good or bad for the for college? Uh, I don't think it's like black and white like that. I think it's both good and bad. Like there's definitely great aspects of it. Like players being able to get paid is amazing. Mm-hmm. I do think it draws out what was going on behind the scenes. Um, Cause like, obviously there was like inducements before, like we're not naive to that, but mm-hmm. now it's more out in the open. So you'll have a kid that's getting like a million dollars or more than a million dollars. And like, that was probably happening behind the scenes before, but now everyone sees it. So it's like blown up on a bigger stage. And I feel like that's yeah. the drawback because now every recruit's saying that and like every recruits like, Oh, I should be getting that too. Yeah. Yeah. Now, uh, you're behind the scenes with recruiting, obviously. So have you seen this play any factors into recruits, um, this recruiting class? Uh, specifically basketball. Yeah, UCF hasn't gotten – well, UCF's gotten one transfer now. Um, but they've been in the lead on, like, three different guys, and then they just didn't have any NIL to disperse. Yes, it's playing a bigger factor than we may may know. Um, but with you mentioned earlier about mission control and um, has that fizzled out? Like it's not a thing anymore, right? Because so, of yeah, mission control was uh, absorbed by Kingdom. Uh, so now Kingdom has like all of UCF's collective, like just together um, under SJ Tui and Simon Flum. But those two are, like, running all of it. Um, it's really good to have, like, a centralized location. And I'm glad UCF finally, like, did that. Because before you had Kingdom, which was, like, only taking big money. You had Mission Control. And then you had uh, Dreamfield, which, like, founded Mission Control. But then they, like, split apart. So it was just all all over the place. Now you have it, like, all centralized with Kingdom. And I feel like that's the best. Yeah. Now, are you a part of Kingdom NIL at all? Uh, so I can't disclose that information. Oh, okay. I do um I do cover them like like and do work for them, but I don't I'm not I can't disclose anything. I yeah, can't so- be a part. Oh, okay, okay. I I understand. Now, I mean, with it being absorbed, uh with like absorbing mission control and everything like that, are you a fan of Kingdom NIL or did you kind of like mission control a little bit better? Uh, so I like the people that run mission control and I also like the people that run kingdom. Uh, I feel like a combination of both is probably the best. And that's kind of what you have now, um, because kingdom absorbed mission control. So they brought back over all of the best people. Mm. I understand. Yeah. And that, that's just playing like a, a huge role right now. And, uh, I think kingdom and IL is doing a pretty, pretty pretty solid job right now but uh it's good to hear steven's input on that of course now michael do you have any more questions for uh steven that's all i have one of my last questions this is the last question uh this is for steven if people uh who know steven already know this uh he changes his hair a lot 
And I just wanted to ask, is there a new color in the future that you're already looking for? Uh, so obviously like we're, we're blonde right now. Uh, it's not fully blonde cause the Brown's kind of grown out a little bit, but, uh, <laughs> my hair is super long. So I think I'm going to cut it and then redo it blonde and then dye it, uh, either pink or, uh, purple. Sure. <laughs> hey, you got my, I change my hair way too much. Uh, <laughs> I used to have my hair half black and half blonde and my parents hated it <laughs> all right have you ever considered a buzz cut i had a buzz cut until i was 16 because my parents like my parents like forced me to have a buzz cut so. uh, as soon as i was able to like get my hair cut by myself like had my own job had my own money to do it i was getting my hair cut just long leaving it long on the top <laughs> how soon are we uh, going to see the pink and purple hair uh probably not until i'll, I'll probably do pink in october okay mm. breast cancer i'll awareness. leave it just blonde for a little bit okay yeah that's perfect that's perfect and you know we love your hairstyles we love everything that you do for ucf steven uh we appreciate you for coming on the show today it means a lot to us we finally completed the Space Knight saga, all you guys have been on. And he said it, save the best for last. I didn't, but I'm just repeating what he said. <laughs> um, and I, if you guys agree with that, you can let us know in the comments. But Steven, man, yet again, just thank you for coming on and sharing just your thoughts on UCF. And uh, it's really great insight to have you, uh, especially working for Knights 247. It's just incredible to have you on. Michael? Yeah, just thank you for coming on. Yeah, man. It means a lot to us. Yeah. Thank you guys for having me, to be honest. like. Mm -hmm. I, I saw RBJ had his episode and I was like, you know, that's fine. That's fine. He's cool. Uh, and then I saw Austin had his episode and I was like, hey, man, <laughs> get, get a little antsy over here. You guys have me reach out. You guys talking about how they're the best two on Twitter. I'm like, all right, who has more followers? But, <laughs> but you, yeah. got, you guys finally got the, the best for last, so. The truth is, I mean, we 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 truthfully didn't know. Like we <laughs> we were just we were just talking to talk, you know. I I was new to Twitter. I've been on Twitter for like two months now. So. <laughs> yeah, we just got Twitter. So <laughs> no, I, I feel you. I was I wasn't big into like I love what you guys are doing. Like I wasn't big into Twitter until like twenty twenty one. So I I love what you guys are doing on here. I think it's really great. Um, just like to have a bigger community. Thank you. That, that, means, you. that means a lot. A lot, especially coming from you. Um, you know. Also, you're... I see your guys' stuff on TikTok. So, <laughs> hey, <laughs> make sure you guys follow. If you're listening, make sure to follow that. We got good clips coming up. <laughs> yeah, I, I don't think I follow you, but you, you pop up on my for you page. I don't follow anyone though. So, you uh. <laughs> should be the exception. Like it's against the. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Make a burner account and follow it. I'm sorry. Right, I, I have burner TikTok actually. Oh, you know what to do. You know what to do. Um, but I yeah, have to do the music leaves off there. <laughs> save, follow us, and save those on there. We can just uh, take a browse. And we'll call it a day. But, <laughs> 
But yeah, Stephen, that's going to do it for this episode. And uh, we hope to have more of the UCF Twitter community on in the future. Stephen, RBJ, Austin, you guys have all set the tone and we really do appreciate that. So uh, we look forward to having you on as the football season kicks off too. Uh, It's going to be really fun to see your input on all the games. And we hope that we talk with you soon. And that's going to do it for this special episode. So we appreciate you guys for listening and we'll catch you in the next one. Hey guys, we are proud to announce that we got our first sponsor, Dubby. Dubby is a clean energy drink that is made to give you focus with no crash, jitters, or angst like other energy drinks. Dubby contains no calories, no sugars, no fillers, no artificial colors, and no maltodextrin. Make sure to use our code against the call for 10% off your next purchase at www.w.gg.